this, <coughs> sorry, this is still the continuing uh, audio diary of the sixth night of the tenth day of the um, tenth month of the year 2020. I have just about um, finished all the things I need to do for camp, which was really not a lot. Uh, as I shared earlier, this is the first time I'm doing car camping and sleeping in my car. I wasn't sure how this would work, um, and I think I'm getting the hang of it, and it is so warm and cozy, uh, just because the temperature itself is not very low um, right now. Um, I think it goes down to like 12, 13, so not very low at all. And also, I think in the car I'll be completely fine. I also have plenty of layers of clothes to wear as well. I have a sleeping mat, uh, which one would think might be overkill if you're already sleeping in a car, but it actually really helps a lot um, because the hatchback... Um, so I folded down the passenger seats in the back to create a little bit of a platform so there's wider space for me to lie down. Um, it helps that I am tiny. I am a very short lady. I'm about 5'2", um, a little over 5'2", to be exact. So I can actually fit in it, um, the back of a Toyota Prius. Uh, so that's very helpful. Um, and But the unfortunately, when, when you actually pull the passenger seat down, the, the surface isn't actually level. So it helps a lot that there is a sleeping mat, my really thick air sleeping mat, which creates a very even surface for me to lie down on. And uh, then I have my sleeping bag on top of it and my sleeping liner for that goes inside the down sleeping bag. And I noticed the sun go down past the mountains, you know, I think around five. And so I panicked a little bit to think I wasn't very hungry. I actually had a pretty big lunch at around a bit past one. So I really wasn't very hungry at all. But I... <laughs> felt like I needed to do all the camp things and get it out of the way before it got colder and before it got too dark uh, because I did want to settle in early for the night tonight and so I cooked. So for dinner tonight I had brought pasta. So I have these dry uh, ribbon pasta that I love because I think they cook pretty fast and unlike you know long pastas that are such a pain to carry around uh, because you know, they have to stay, they're quite brittle, they have to stay a particular shape. These ribbon pastas um, can be squished and pushed around and just fit into small corners. So I have my wonderful ribbon pasta, and then I have this camp recipe that I've been dying to try for a while, and I finally got to try because I got this, uh, found this really, really um, interesting tuna packet, and um, and they're flavored tunas, and they come in a packet versus a can. I love tuna. I love the taste of tuna specifically. And also, they're obviously not meat. And, you know, I don't like to eat a lot of meat. And so it helps with my, you know, less red meat and just less meat agenda for my diet. <laughs> I love the taste of tuna. And the only problem with bringing tuna on the trail is that... They often come in cans, right? So that's a bit of a bummer. Unlike other sources of protein, like peanut butter and nuts, which are great, but they're quite sweet. And so they're not, 
well, I kind of perceive them as snacks and sweets rather than savory meals. And so it just doesn't feel, I like them, but I like them probably as desserts and snacks more than uh, meals, especially for dinner. And so I was really looking forward to having a lot of protein in my trail diet. And so I was looking around for tuna packets or other kinds of seafood packets that were shelf stable and they didn't have to be carried in cans because yes, cans are super durable and they're shelf stable, but cans are the biggest nuisance in the world when you have to pack them out because there's all these tuna oils which are impossible to wash out and they're unnecessarily heavy also because you're carrying around the weight of the metal and the shape of the can, it doesn't squish down, so it's just quite bulky. You know, I have a frameless pack, uh, which means that I don't, uh, the, I can actually feel the contents of my bag uh, against my back. So um, I really, really didn't want <laughs> to carry cans. I've done it once and I don't think I actually even carried it up the trailhead, up the trail. I just ate it at the meal. Um, on the trailhead, and that's the only time I've actually had that. So um, I found this really interesting tuna packets. There's a few different flavors. The one that I brought today, there's one that's peri peri uh, flavored, which I haven't tried. There's another one, which I ha actually did have today, which was ginger and lemon and sesame seed flavored. And what I what I did was I basically just put in whatever thing I had at home that I could carry and that could kind of serve as a sauce and so I just decided to bring some soy sauce packets and so if you are like me and you eat a lot of sushi you especially if you get takeout sushi which is most of what's available during COVID the the COVID era you get a lot of spare soy sauce packets so I just brought one of those and I brought the lemon uh, ginger and sesame flavored tuna and I just cooked the pasta in the jet boil, drain, drained the water, um, left a little bit just to make sure that it was a bit more moist, mixed some soy sauce, mixed an entire packet of soy sauce, and about half a packet of tuna. There was actually quite a lot of tuna in that. And it was so delicious. I was considering making the meal and not eating it immediately because I wasn't very hungry, but I just wanted to get kind of the cooking part of it out of the way before it got too dark and too cold. Oh my goodness, I had a taste to see if I needed to add more tuna or add more soy sauce. And it was so delicious that I just sat down and ate it all and I wasn't even trying to. <laughs> Boy, it was actually so delicious. I think I'm pretty sure I will be having that again at home. I want to also see um, how the peri-peri tuna will do with the soy sauce. I don't know if it'll go as well as the lemon, ginger, and sesame. Because I think lemon, ginger, sesame plus soy sauce seems like a very, very solid combination. Um, that's very common in uh, in especially Japanese cuisine. So it seems to me that this just happened to be the perfect camp recipe and it is so light. <laughs> uh, it's protein heavy, really delicious, um, warm. Also has a lot of carbs because I want some energy. And 
it's so light, so shelf stable, I could pack it and just kind of carry that around with me for like two, three years and not worry about it going bad. Um, and the trash packs down to basically nothing because it's just like all small little plastic bags. Um, I think I might have found my favorite, my little favorite like trail dinner recipe. And of course in the morning I have as does everyone else I have um, oatmeal which I've mixed in with a bunch of different nuts including hazelnuts um, and seeds like sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and some dried fruit like dried raisins and I think there's maybe dried apricots in there um, and then I've also sprinkled in some dark chocolate chips so it's like my you know <laughs> full fully loaded oatmeal uh, which I have in a giant jar at home so I scoop a little bit and I bring it out on the trail. And that's, every time it's a pretty solid breakfast. I feel very comfortable. Um, my stomach feels really good uh, and really at ease after having oatmeal as breakfast. And I know that, you know, it has a lot of fiber, it has the carbs, it has, it has vitamins from, uh, and, and it has good oils and fats and, you know, it's the right breakfast. So if I just have just breakfast and the pasta for dinner, um, that's a pretty solid um, set of meals. And of course, if I sneak in a few, you know, packed sandwiches for the first day and or some packaged noodles like ramen noodles, uh, which are also just sometimes really good, <laughs> uh, that goes a long way. And I'm sure that we will uh, find more recipes in the days to come, but I was just really eager to share this with you. I will try to look up the exact name of the brand and share it with you. And maybe I'll put that as actually the photo for this episode so that you can um, see if that's available in your area. And maybe if you live in BC, uh, you can probably get it somewhere so you could see I also really uh, I like it because the tuna well at least on the packaging it says it's responsibly caught which is important because I know overfishing <laughs> of of tuna has caused a lot of havoc in the oceans and so it does make me feel pretty good to know that even though the fish the tuna packet wasn't too expensive I think it was about 250 or three dollars per packet uh, it happened to be delicious, nutritious, and responsibly caught. Woohoo! Um, so I guess <laughs> this recording has turned out to be a bit of an advertisement for this particular tuna brand. I promise you I'm not being sponsored. Um, but I, I'm curious what other people have for their camp recipes, especially if you're not someone who does campfires on a regular basis, because I don't. Um, it's too much hassle, pretty much. And because I used to be, um, because I'm someone who's used to camping where camping is kind of the means to do the adventure rather than the adventure, focus of the adventure itself. So for example, if I'm doing through hiking, a camping is a means to an end in the sense that it, it's a safe shelter to rest and eat um, so that you can be on the journey. Well, as with something like car camping, it's the opposite, right? The driving, the 
the journey to get there is kind of the means to the end of to get there at the spot and enjoy the time in nature and just kind of chill and just live for a day or two <laughs> in the wild um, and enjoy your surroundings enjoy the peace and just kind of yeah enjoy a little bit of the routine that comes with camping so I'm figuring things out <laughs> it feels weird because I didn't have to set up my tent um, and my current tent, which doesn't have tent poles, it uses my walking sticks. It's quite finicky, so it takes me a good 15 to 20 minutes to set it up properly. And so, you know, that's a big focus of my cap routine, and I don't have to do that any anymore, so I had so much time left over. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I had more space i didn't have to worry too much about you know rodents and bears and all that kind of stuff because first of all i'm in a much more established campsite so in general i, I don't have to worry about that but also i just can put it in the car um i do have less privacy because now that i'm in a car without very tinted windows i don't have any space where i have where i'm actually just covered from eyesight it's okay because the people are pretty far away or I do have a degree of privacy in this location which is helpful um, but it's also that uh, I think at night it'll be probably harder to see what's inside unless I have my own headlamp or some kind of other light like my phone screen or some light lit inside it's probably gonna be really hard to see um what's inside anyway because everything's quite dark so in that sense i'll have privacy again i think i just want to spend a bit of a lazy um i think what i'm probably gonna do is just do a bit of a lazy evening um and head to bed pretty early as well um and yeah i think that's probably what i'm gonna do um, i might uh, listen to a couple more episodes on the list of podcasts I've downloaded and then I will um, maybe read my book uh, just take a bit and fall asleep early <laughs> as the sun sets which I'm actually looking forward to because I love it when I go camping or I go outdoors and then it really resets my rhythm to wake up early again uh, so that would really help me because I can slowly feel the um, my morning uh, morning routine slipping later and later, which is not a good sign. So, and that's all going to be very helpful. Yeah. Um, so that was a little bit about my car camping. Ooh, one thing that I do want to say is, uh, as much as I recommend the Toyota Prius for its fuel efficiency and just kind of how much space you can get with the hatchback. Um, it is quite unfortunate that um, I can't stretch my legs fully. I've seen um, people on YouTube who managed to have a bed where they could stretch their legs fully. I right now set my set up my both my sleeping bag and my sleeping mat slightly diagonally, and it still doesn't work to give me a full body length. Um, I think it's probably because I have a bit of slack space be um above the what would be like the shoulder part 
of the back seat, if you can imagine that moving forward, and there's the headrest, right? So where there's the headrest, there's not support, enough support. Does that make sense? I think this might be really hard to visualize without seeing the car. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if I had a proper platform, I could probably fit my entire body, given how short I am, um, in the back of the Prius. And of course, all this is making me lean towards if I, if I went and if I buy an actual car, I might actually want a Prius instead of an SUV or a four-wheel drive that I've been toying with because I don't think I, I'm that interested in like intense overlanding as much as, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how much I get into car camping. Um, but still, first night living and sleeping out of my car. So far, so good. Uh, oh, I think I might have mentioned already. I just paid my dues to the parking staff. If you ever come to Chilliwack Lake Provincial Park, it, this space is a, a tad bit more expensive than some other camping sites because it's so popular. And this one is $22 per party per night, which would be potentially pretty expensive, 44 if you had two people. Um, but I am here by myself, so I just paid 22 and of course the cost of um, the rented car. But all in all, seems like a pretty solid and fun little adventure. I am slightly worried because I think I am getting to the last ends of my propane fuel uh, canister. The benefit of oatmeal, of course, is that I don't have to actually cook it. It is nice to have a hot cup of tea, but I I've drank many a cold infused teas, <laughs> cold water infused teas, so I can do infused tea with, you know, soaked uh, oatmeal. So I can have a cold breakfast, which I don't think I'll have to do because there is some fuel. I don't know how much fuel there is left. Um, and I think I'll probably be out of the park before I have to actually make lunch. We'll see what I want to do in the park. I know there's a lake which I haven't actually walked down to. I probably should. Uh, um, but there's also a part of me that just wants to laze around in bed. Um, but yeah, I should probably walk down to the lake. Okay, uh, so I'll do that a little later. Wee. Um, it's good. Life is good when you're outdoors. <laughs> Even if I'm not necessarily hiking. But yeah, I think I think the lack of physical exercise and eating without physical exercise, eating and resting without having done physical exercise to get here makes me feel a little bit like, I guess, a bit restless, like I haven't done something or um, like I don't deserve to rest or deserve to eat uh, because I love eating when I'm truly hungry. That's one of the benefits of hiking and backpacking is that you're so hungry and you eat and whatever you eat is just the most delicious and fulfilling thing ever. And it's like an orgasmic experience to have dinner. <laughs> so it is a bit sad that I wasn't that hungry, um, but I'm sure I'll be eating more of that backpacking recipe I just described to you in future, um, on future trips. I might actually bring that as my recipe um, on the Saturday trip that I'm going to take with uh, other friends that I described. 
So I think I might do a little bit of a short stroll around the park, potentially walk to the lake and back, because I think I still have maybe at least another 30 to 40 minutes, if not an hour of daylight. Okay, an hour is cutting it long because it's, um, it's about 6 p.m. right now, so I'll probably have about 30 minutes of daylight. And then, of course, you know, after the sun actually sets over the horizon, there's still a bit of time before it gets dark. Uh, and I think I do want to be in bed by then. So I'll take a little stroll around the park and share uh, more about this car camping experience probably tomorrow morning. So I'll talk to you then. Bye.